Hello, and welcome to Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast, The Gun Rack. Hello, and welcome to The Gun Rack, Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey, and with me we have one... Drew Poplin. Oh my gosh, the synchronicity. It is on fire, and actually we have one cat now wandering the table as a surprise guest oh, drew hi, buddy. is over at my place to do a little recording today and uh we are going to be taking on some fun topics in a little recordathon here uh today so you know what's coming we have the top five firearms to buy with your tax return this is the definitive list according to me and no one else maybe drew a little bit if he wants to co-opt my hard work i don't have money so it's true that's yeah this is kind of theoretical for (laughs) us but uh the uh tax return season is definitely upon us and uh, with tax returns lots of people choose to go buy things they normally wouldn't and frequently that's firearms baby so that is what we're going to be focusing on today but before we do that drew poplin is on the clues Drew's clues. Uh, Drew, what was the answer to last week's trivia? All right, so we gave you one clue last week. We said it was the James Bond gun. And if you weren't able to guess, the answer was the Walther PPK. The Walther PPK. We don't accept, we do not accept the uh, slightly weird and different takes in the Daniel Craig films. I don't remember (laughs) what he was given. I don't believe it was a Walther PPK, but when Drew gets into the next bit of trivia i am going to try to figure that out i'm pretty pretty sure he was just given a brooding disposition yeah (laughs) just told to run with that anyway this week we have four clues clue number one this firearm was designed towards the end of world war one clue number two this firearm is a belt-fed air-cooled heavy machine gun number three This belt-fed air-cooled heavy machine gun fires 50 caliber rounds. And number four is affectionately known as the Modus. Modus should be a pretty big one. What I'm seeing in a uh, very promptory search is that the new Bond gun is the Walther P99, which is actually a superb handgun. So... Do you retract uh, your criticism at all? Or? No, because, I mean, the PPK is classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I I personally hate it. It is one of the least pleasant firearms I think I've ever shot. Um, but it is iconic, and I will respect the mm-hmm. icon- iconography. That being said, if you're interested in the Walther P99, it's pretty cool stuff. So check it out. Mm. But anyway, we'll be back next week with the answer to the Modus which is a pretty strong clue if you haven't figured that out. So before we get into the main event for today, we want to uh, talk to you guys about something that's very exciting to us and hopefully you're familiar with it. And it is Sonoran Desert Institute School of Farms Technology. If you are not currently a student or already a graduate, you should check out Sonoran Desert Institute School of Farms Technology. Hop on sdi.edu check out all the amazing courses and programs that SDI has to offer. 
Now, let's get into it. Number one on my list of top five guns to spend your tax return on, according to me, this is the entry-level AR-15. That's number one. Entry-level means different things to a lot of different people. But I think most folks would agree on this. Owning an AR platform rifle is better than not owning an AR platform rifle. Um, if you are trying to get into the sporting slash tactic, whatever you want to call that particular subset of firearms, uh, the AR-15 or something very similar to it is going to be really high on that list. Even if you are working with an alternative, that's fine. Uh, AR-15s generally and kind of wonderfully are a very cost-effective way to get into that market. And uh, there are accessories out to the wazoo for anyone who is interested in that. Some brands who have entry-level offerings include Palmetto State Armory, Anderson, and uh, quite a few others. Lots of people like to hate on particular brands. They call them trash guns. That's fine, whatever. The point is, if you don't have one, go get one. And of course, as always, there are some legality issues in particular places for firearms of this nature. Be sure to follow your state and local laws. But that's number one. How much are we talking as far as um, some of these costing like how much is it going to take out of your tax return that is a good question so and i should probably preface this whole thing by saying i'm assuming that you're getting a tax return but i'm not assuming you're getting a huge one Mm -hmm. so if you are listening to this list i'm thinking of a budget of like 700 or less okay and that's pretty reasonable yeah and sometimes significantly less than that so i am scrolling through gun.deals right now uh, just to give you some examples, the Anderson Predator uh, Air 15, which is a 223556, it's actually got a 24 inch barrel, comes in at $644.99. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's according to gun.deals. There's actually some PSA AK platform stuff that comes in at that price point, I believe, but that's me just kind of talking off the top of my head. The Ruger AR-556, which actually I have used and enjoyed quite a bit. The 223 16.1 inch barrel, yada, yada, yada. 659 at Smoky Mountain Guns and Armory, according to Gun.Deals. Uh, let's see if I can find one more for you guys. Ba-ba-bum. Here we go. Radical Firearms, RAD-15 RPR, 5.56 NATO, 16 inch barrel, And right next to it, Radical Firearms SOCOM, S-O-C-O-M, RPR 5.56, NATO Air 15 Rifle, 16-inch barrel, also $449. And I will kick into that because I really, really like the brand. The IWI Zion Z15 5.56, Air 15 Pistol, 12.5 M Log, SBA 3 Brace, $739. Oh, shoot. There's one right on top of it. I'm sorry for the word vomit, but PSA PA 15, 16 inches nitride M4 carbine 5.56 NATO classic air 15 rifle, comma, black uh, is $499.99 at Palmetto State Armory. So hopefully, I mean, we're not looking at 
uh, H&K, right? The brands for these are not like, oh my gosh, but they're still, I mean, there are good brands in there. I personally really enjoy Palmetto State Armory and a lot of what they're trying to do. And uh, we're actually headed to uh, Palmetto State Armory's The Gathering. We're recording here in March. By the time this gets to you, we will have been well done with that. Uh, a lot of their stuff going on, and I love their kind of dedication to providing entry-level firearms to, mm-hmm. to this this world. But there are good brands in there. IWI is a superb firearms brand, so you can definitely get rolling for 750 or less. So those are options. What do you think about that? Uh, I think you need to submit the links to those. Um, definitely. I, can yeah, do that. I actually don't have a, a AR uh, styled firearm yet. I truthfully, I need to build up my gun collection. There's a lot of firearms that I need to fire. A lot that I probably should spend some money on. And hey, with what a couple of those being around four fifty, four ninety nine. Yeah, might not be a bad time to start. Not a bad time. Speaking of PSA, can we just can we talk about the name, the gathering, for just a second? It feels like we're about to do some Lord of the Rings cosplay. It does, and I'm not mad about it. The thing is, with the winter uh, fattening mm. that we have survived, it's now March, and the holiday weight that has gone nowhere. None of my robes or sword belts fit Ooh. as perhaps they once did. Have you seen Game of Thrones? I'm familiar, yes. We could do almost like a, a Hodor. Uh, we could do something like that with just some bear skins. I think we have plenty of options, but um, yeah, we're pretty excited about it, even if it does sound like a Lord of the Rings con. Yeah, and by this time, guys, hopefully we will have dropped some content on the podcast about it, but mm-hmm. very exciting stuff. Even if we haven't, you'll hear about it. So we've got that. On to option two. It's time to dig into the M&P series. So I do not own an M&P, but I uh, like them quite a bit, and I've had the opportunity to shoot them, and I'm going to single out one in particular. Uh, you should be able to access most of the M&P family of handguns for 750 or less, but there's one, the Smith & Wesson M&P 9 Shield Plus is out and that is a big one. And after the rebate, according to Gun Dot Deals, and this is on Brownells, it's four ninety four ninety nine. Uh, comes with uh, fiber optic sights, and it's ported. And the nice thing about this particular firearm is that while it's a shield and it's got kind of the low profile of a shield, it's got ten plus one rounds or thirteen plus one rounds, which means that this thing has a decent enough capacity um to to take care of you in a concealed carry situation which is largely what this uh, firearm is built for so the mmp 9 plus and also the rest of the mmp series is both an excellent starter handgun and a handgun for someone who's intermediate to advanced so check that out too and i believe we just talked about it on our um on our latest episode uh the um Mr. Guns and Gear episode. I think we did. Yeah, because uh, I think he had that maybe number three or four yeah. on his list. He definitely has an M&P in there. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, it I want to say it's the, the Shield Plus. Plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is definitely one of their, their very recent offerings. I think it's a very cool idea. 
the game of super super tiny handgun that still operates effectively and has mm-hmm. an effective capacity is is kind of a fun endeavor and uh, i think gun manufacturers firearm manufacturers are getting better and better at that game next i'm going to dip into something that i talk about incessantly on this podcast and i don't care how you feel about it this is number three this is going to be the tanfolio or tanfoglio i have heard it pronounced on youtube several different ways so there's that or tristar or any other reputable clone of the cz family of firearms the cz family of firearms is awesome bar none so good and quality clones of those firearms are not going to be exactly the same as you get out of the box from uh, CZ, but they are definitely serviceable. I have been using TriStar firearms for quite some time, and every time I pull them out, people cannot believe what I paid for them. Granted, I paid for them a while back now, and uh, how they perform at the range for what they for what they cost. And uh, while I don't know off the top of my head what they cost in stores now i know that i paid for my tristar t100 i paid 350 dollars at academy sports and outdoors seven years ago now i think and i'm sure it's not 350 dollars now but i would suspect it's well under 750 dollars and uh it is a worthwhile purchase if you can get your hands on them they are not very common but cz clones are go out and find one from a reputable brand you said that was a TriStar 300? TriStar T100. T100. All right, I just want to look it up real quick so yeah. we can give them an accurate. <clears throat> um, sportsmans.com. It's currently out of stock, but it's $390. Ooh. If you can get your hands on one for 390 bucks, go. Go get it. That is a sweet, sweet deal. I mean, good gravy. But anyway, CZ clones, huge, huge, huge thing for me. I think they're an amazing value to the market. And they get newer or budget shooters the opportunity to take part in an amazing farms tradition that is CZ. All right, next, speaking of farms traditions... Let's break out the Glocks, fans. Mm. Um, I have said several times, Glocks don't really do it for me. Um, They look like Minecraft guns. They look (laughs) like Legos. But that is not an indictment on the quality of construction in the modality of the Glock family. Most of these firearms you can get for under $750. And that's, that's such an easy win. Even if they're a little more expensive than they used to be, they are definitely worth your time, especially if you're a new shooter. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a big fan of Glocks. That may have been one of the first handguns I ever fired. And it's also probably the one I fired the most, um, mainly because my brother-in-law, he has um, he has a couple of Glocks, actually. Uh, but I really like his 19. Didn't we use your brother-in-law's glock for um for our ballistics gel test yes we did we sure did i don't know if that's been published yet at the time of this but we did home make ballistics gel 
We made a video of it, and uh, we'd love to share it with you guys. Check out our YouTube channel. If that's not up, there are certainly other things that are up that will interest you. Mm -hmm. There's a whole how-to SDI page there that is full of tips and tricks and other fun things for you to check out. So feel free to hop on our YouTube channel and give that a look. Um, Before we go into number one, uh, we have one more plug for you guys, and that is the amazing fact that uh, Sonoran Desert Institute, in addition to having a school of firearms technology, has recently opened a school of unmanned technology. SDI has a certificate in unmanned technology, aerial systems, which we frequently refer to as the CUTAS. And uh, it is a 16-credit certificate, and it's done, uh, can be done in one 16-week semester. So if drones is more your speed than firearms, which, you know, it's a firearms podcast, but maybe you're into <laughs> drones too, uh, feel free to check out sdi.edu forward slash programs slash again for more information. Now, number one. On this list, and my recommendation to everyone who asks what the first gun they should get is an entry-level shotgun. You can walk out the door with an entry-level shotgun for $200 or less if you look hard enough. You can do it. It might not be a name brand, but it will be a brand, or you can find a brand that is reliable. You can do it. A lot of the deals that you used to be able to get Uh, You can't get quite as easily now because people have bought up a lot of the used firearms, as I'm sure many of you know. But there are deals to be had. I bought my my first Mossberg 500 for $125. How I miss it. But the uh, there are other options out there. Even if you got a used Maverick 88, you'd be doing all right. Regularly, I will see. Uh, Maverick 88's new for about $220, which is not under 200 bucks, but it's pretty darn close. And that is a very acceptable entry-level shotgun to get yourself started with. Be sure to check your local gun shops and their used firearm inventory to uh, find the best deals for yourself. So definitely my number one recommendation, if you do not own a shotgun, go get one. They are like just foundational to any good farms collection out there. I've got an H&R Partner Pump, which is a very low-priced firearm, and uh, it's done just fine by me. But holy smokes, is it loud. What do you think about that? Well, I think I, last time you fired it, I heard it all the way from my house. That's true. But granted, I live sort of in the country, so that could have been anything. Yep. Yeah, I think I would definitely agree with that. I think... Um, Aside from going to summer camp and firing like a twenty-two, I know for me one of my first entries into f- firing firearms was the shotguns that um, various family members had. And so we'd take them to the range or just since we lived in the country, set up a target. And that's kind of how I got started in firearms was through those shotguns. So I definitely um, am a big advocate for if maybe this is your first gun. Or maybe you just want a single gun, maybe for like home defense. I definitely say that um, getting a shotgun, especially when the prices are pretty cheap for it, for you know, relatively good quality. Um, I think it's a no-brainer. 
Yep. I'm going to rattle off some prices and names for you guys. And this is looking at Gun Prime. Or, sorry, not Gun Prime. That's our first brand. Gun.deals. Keep in mind that all these prices are subject to change, but this is what I'm seeing right now. Uh, I see the Citadel PAT 12 gauge pump action pistol grip black finish, uh, $149. I am seeing the Dickinson Commando XX3BM 12 gauge Marine Tech pump black stock, $224.19. Um, kind of a weird sense. But anyway, Maverick Arms 88 12 gauge shotgun, $229. Mm. dollars that is good stuff there's a couple more here let's see what we've got um there is a escort slugger tactical 12 gauge pistol grip 18 inch barrel 158 bucks there is also a benelli nova benelli that's a huge name mm-hmm. uh pump action shotgun seven plus one capacity with ghost ring sights and that's 399.98 Oh. that's getting into like the nice end of things. And then if you want to stick to Mossberg, which is the king of firearms brands, in my humble opinion, you can get a Mossberg 590 tactical SP 12 gauge pump action shotgun with heat shield, 20 inches for four ninety nine ninety nine. I'm going to add one last one on here. If you're not a 12 gauge fan, you can slip into 20 gauge. There's a Savage 320 security 20 gauge. Five plus one capacity for one ninety seven ninety nine on guns.com. The uh, Mossberg was on Smoky Mountain Guns and I think Knife Works. Uh, Benelli was on Bowtech. Sorry, I missed a couple there. But the general idea is that the deals are out there, my friends. So if you don't have anything, opportunities abound. Check them out. That's going to be it for the main portion of our podcast. Uh, if you have not already, please, please, please subscribe uh, to this podcast, to The Gun Rack, on your listening platform of choice. For those of you who uh, are on Podbean, specifically because you listen to us, thank you. <laughs> it's I always find it kind of odd how many people do that, but I appreciate it nonetheless. And if you can give us a five-star review, we sure would like it. So remember that stuff if you can. We appreciate it. And uh, when you do, feel free to say hello. We love it when you do. Now, what's up for the Tales on the Range? All right, so this is yet another SIG talk. Uh, This is by Ohio SIG. Ohio SIG. And this is a relatively short one. But Ohio SIG says... What does he say? This occurred several years ago in the early 1980s at the then-only indoor range in the Cincinnati area, Target World. Target World. I'll have to go sometime. Anyway, I was there shooting my new, to me, Smith & Wesson Model 19 4-inch blue revolver. Hope he wasn't there with a blue gun. Um, A few lanes over, a guy was shooting what looked to be a 22 LR revolver. It was a single action, but I couldn't tell the make. Anyway, he shoots and many times brings the target back to him. Goes back out, he shoots some more, repeats a few times. After the fourth time I watched the target, it was clean. Not one hit, not a mark. These were paper targets, so you could see there were no hits. He goes to the range master, and I hear both of them laughing. The guy had bought 22 LR blanks. Incredible. At whatever store he bought this ammo at. In those days, 22 LR ammo was sold everywhere. Even some gas stations sold it. Well... 
I will say this. At least there was something in there. Yeah. That's better than some people involved with this podcast and in our stories. So, yeah, it's been like, I mean, in that situation, at least you could play it off as I'm just not a good shot. Yep. You know, that's almost more acceptable than I did not bring anything here today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I brought a cheerful disposition yep. and a good attitude and, and i I think that resulted in a great memory, Joey. So, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not upset at all. Yeah. At all, you guys. But for now, folks, that's going to be the gun rack. We'll be back with you next week for the 100th episode special. One, zero, zero. Get excited. It's going to be kind of long, but it's just for you guys and for me because I've been here for years. Have fun out there. We'll see you at the range. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school located at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. Accredited is by the DEAC. For more information, please call 800-336-8939 or visit sbi.edu.